If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. What is going on? Welcome to episode 181 of the Nintendo Powercast. I'm your host, N64, Josh Player 2. Mel, how are you? Pretty good. Pretty uh, good today. Yeah. Little little Pokemon excitement in the air? Uh, yeah, a lot of it, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a lot, a lot. Guys, that music you just heard is from Odd Being Human. You can check them out on Spotify and YouTube. Remember, this is an unofficial Nintendo podcast. And if you'd like to get yourself a free book from Audible, go to audibletrial.com slash NPC. Pick up something awesome like Blood, Sweat, and Pixels or Ready Player One. The chair I'm sitting in is from OPC. If you go to n64josh.com slash OPC, you automatically save $10 at checkout. I love these gaming chairs. Go check them out. That's n64josh.com slash OPC. If you'd like to pick up my new book, Another Castle, it's also available. It's, it is available as an ebook or an audio form. Go to n64josh.com slash Another Castle. Lastly, if you'd like to help support the content that I create, go to patreon.com slash n64josh. With that, we're going to jump right into the announcements. We do the show live on twitch.tv slash n64josh Tuesdays and Thursdays uh, around, you know, 4.30, 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. So uh, come hang out. I'm streaming already. I'm already live um, playing some Smash, things like that. I start streaming at 3 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, Monday through Thursday and earlier on Fridays for our first first looks, which uh, I don't have the exact time on those yet. I'm trying to get a, a better schedule together where I'm incorporating the gym a little bit more so I can get a little more uh, uh, get, get, get healthy. You know, I think that's important. So um, that's it for the announcements. We're going to jump on into what we've been playing and some uh, some impressions. All right. So, Mel, what uh, what have you been playing this last week? Uh, let's see. I did some war group, you know, trying to get all the A-ranks. Uh, I did some Mario Kart yesterday. That was actually uh, pretty fun. It's been a while since uh, I did a little Mario Kart. Oh. Uh, I got yelled at a lot because I had a couple of uh, shouldn't gotten first place finishes. Like literally like the last nanosecond, I would just cross the line, you know, getting called with hacks and stuff. <laughs> you know. I understand. Everybody, everybody's trying to uh, use my shy guy now, too. So that's super fun. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. That's great. Any uh, any other games? Uh, I finished up, uh, this little indie, the gardens between like last week ish. Mm, okay. Pretty short. Uh, think of like captain toad. Yeah. But, yep. uh, you go on an Island and you have to solve these puzzles and you can like control back time and you control both couches at once, but like each character does certain things. Like the guy, he like does the chimes and like the girl, she holds the lantern. You need the light of the lantern to get to the end and, you know, place this land on like this little pedestal and, uh, artwork's really nice. Music's really nice. And, uh, just seeing the environment move around, it's like things go back and forth in time. Like, uh, there's like a jigsaw puzzle kind of thing and it just kind of falls in place and you can rewind it and just see it back like, a a popcorn, you know, popcorn tin. It just, Falls and you can see all the little bits of popcorn just fall and hmm. it's really cool, really short, uh, pretty good. But I, uh, yeah, I I remember when they when they were showing that off at some of the uh, like the Nindies highlights or whatever you know the Nindy directs and um, it it the art style and everything was pretty pretty unique. It looked pretty cool. Yeah, it's uh really nice. It actually got like an award for like art excellency. Oh. It was like the best Mac indie game of last year kind of thing, thing too. It's on everything, so. Gotcha. If you want to sneak a peek at it. Yeah. Cool. Say the name of that one again. 
The gardens between. The gardens between. All right. Cool. Well, for me, it's been a weekend of it was a weekend of retro games for the most part. I mean, other than Smash and some Mario Kart, uh, I jumped into games like Link's Awakening just a little bit. I jumped into Metroid Fusion. Um, I got that new Game Boy, that new uh, uh, that micro is sweet. <laughs> yeah, the the Famicom uh, Game Boy Micro. I've, I've wanted one forever, and I finally pulled the trigger. So. Um, and if you guys want to check that out, I have a uh, one of my game vlogs on YouTube. You can uh, you can check that out there. Um, but yeah, so jumped into some some handheld games just a little bit. I didn't like I didn't I didn't go hardcore, but we I set up the GameCube and we played a handful of Mario sports games. I had never played Strikers, um, the baseball game. I think it's Superstar Baseball. I think uh, or All Star. Well, Sluggers is on the Wii. Oh, yeah, that's I thought the same, but it's called like Mario's like superstar baseball on the GameCube. And then, uh, so played that strikers golf and uh, power tennis. And you, I could really see some similarities in aces from, uh, from the GameCube power tennis. The thing is, it seemed like the tennis games had kind of just gone downhill. Like a lot of people, uh, didn't really seem to like the tennis games from like the GameCube on. Although I did hear a few people say they really liked the Wii one. But I know like the DS one, it was pretty bland. The, mm-hmm. the, the Wii U one was fairly bland. And, you know, so it was cool. It was really cool playing some of those older titles. Um, of course, I'm having a blast with Smash, just still working on my Mario, trying to get, uh, get ready for, for a tournament, playing another tournament this, uh, uh, this Friday, one of my locals. So I'm excited to do that. And then uh, we got our Mario Kart tournament that's happening weekly. Saturday mornings when I fire up the stream. We had almost 12 people racing with us this time, so it was really good. So if you want to, if you want an excuse to jump into Mario Kart, it'd be, uh, it'd be cool to have you guys join us. So, um, no new games. I didn't even sit down and do a first look this week. It's just, it was just the, the way scheduling was. I just, I just, I didn't, I wasn't able to do it. I actually sat and reorganized my office and got all of my collection, uh, up on shelving and everything like that. Got new posters hung in my office. If you're just listening, if you're watching live, you can see them up there behind me, but those are all Nintendo world championship, uh, 2017. That's what they gave out at Best Buy when you went to compete in Mario Kart seven. So kind of, kind of cool. They've been sitting in my closet forever and, uh, just happened to find frames that fit them perfectly, which I was really surprised about. So that's pretty cool. But, uh, with that, I think we're going to jump on over to our news. Hey, listen. That's not the news button. This is. (laughs) All right. Well, Pokemon news is pretty much all we got going today. Just Pokemon news. That's it. You know, (laughs) we got Detective Pikachu. Now, it may be unpopular opinion. I'm not sure, but I think it's looking amazing. I love the way all the Pokemon look. The only one that I was a little disappointed with that I think they could have made just a little, uh, a little bit cuter, I think was an Eevee, but I'm wondering if it wasn't a evolved form. Could I be correct there? Oh, you mean Flareon? Is that what it was? It wasn't an Eevee? It's an Eevee. Oh, it is. It's the fire Eevee. Right, right, right. But in the trailer, do you know what I'm talking about? I remember like it being by like a couple of statues, like the Arceus, Dauka, and like I think Palka statue. Like I didn't really completely understand that scene. Okay. But uh I'm pretty sure it was playing on. Is it the one where it comes out of like a blue orb? Like it looks like it's teleporting yeah, or something. It's like this little stand pedestal thing. Yeah, and it's, like, yeah, yeah. Lights yeah. flashing. Yeah. So that was the only one I'm like after playing through let's or not playing through, but playing uh let's go Eevee, I was like Come on. That's like, like when that thing, when, when Evie says, yeah, boy, you know, like, that's like, that's like the best thing ever. I'm like, they better, they better make sure to get Evie as cute as can be. But other than that, I love the fact that like, I mean, honestly, in my mind, I never pictured a lot of these things with like hair or things like that because they've just always been cartoons, you know, like, I don't, I don't know why it just never really crossed my mind, but like seeing a fluffy Pikachu, I'm like, I'm all about it. Snorlax, like, yes, please. He's just sitting on the road, (laughs) you know, like, I I like how they had that little, uh, little flap of fat just for him. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So uh, overall, and like, I think, I think Ryan Reynolds, I mean, 
I don't know that you could have picked a better uh, a better character for Pikachu and this this whole thing. It's so out of left field, but like everything looks so good. Like all of the CG looks extremely good. The uh, the Ivysaur, aka Flower Cow, like uh, wait, Ivysaur is that right? Bulbasaur. Uh, Ivysaur is the second one. Bulbasaur. It's Bulbasaur. Yeah, yeah. So I, it's I guess it's Flower Calf at that point. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> oh my gosh, you're killing me. It looks so good, but like the way their eyes look, just everything, everything about it looks looks really good. And then there's just so much comedy. You know, seeing the uh is it called Mimic? Is that its name? The the one that looks like a mime? What a Mr. Mime? Mr. Mime. They, oh, yeah. hey, I got it. I said it before you did. I'm trying to learn these things, guys. I'm trying. Okay. I was thinking Mimi Q in my head, and I'm like, no, that's it's not, not it. that. Yeah. That's not it. Because I was so, like, man, if I'm, I saw a Mini Q, man, I was like, I would have died. I don't yeah. think I saw him now. Not yet. <laughs> so I'm trying. Okay. I don't know these Pokemon very, these Pokemans very well. I'm working oh on it. Gosh. I'm working on it. <laughs> so, but I'm learning. I, I, I tweeted out that like, that's I'm like, I just want to do like this Snorlax and just sleep until it comes out in theaters. Like I, I cannot wait to, to, to watch, <laughs> to watch this movie. So what I've talked long enough, how hyped are you? Okay. So I was really excited to see one of my absolute favorites in this trailer today, but, uh, I didn't like how it looked. Oh, no. So <laughs> It's kind of like a double-edged sword. I was like, hey, Louis Colo, he's getting some recognition. But he's like, oh, it looks like that. Because it kind of looks like you took like a lily pad on like, and you put it like on Cousin It from like the Adams family. Oh, I see. That's what it kind of reminded me of. But uh, I liked how he's still in it. But my favorite uh, thing from this movie so far is just like the little details in the background. Because, like, I saw, like, Arcanine with, like, the police force. I'm like, oh, that matches. You know, that's cool. Mm. I saw, like, uh, McChamp. He's, like, directing traffic. I was like, oh, I love little touches like that. So I'm just, like, looking in the background, seeing who I would try to find. Like, a game of, like, I Spy, you know? Just looking any little tiny thing and like comparing yeah. notes with people I'm like hey did you see this one there i was like oh no i didn't see that that's so cool you know and uh the story you know it looks pretty fun again i'm not the biggest fan of how they look but i know i'm gonna enjoy watching this and i'm probably gonna see it a couple times just to see if i can see everybody doing you know all their stuff and uh <laughs> i saw some uh complaints today because uh they kind of sp- Spoiled, quote unquote, something, which is a pretty obvious thing in my mind. So, uh, if you don't want to listen, just like stop like 10 seconds, you know? <laughs> but, uh, skip the trailer. Yeah. When, <laughs> when Mewtwo comes up, he comes out of the Pikachu balloon. Mm-hmm. And, like, my first impression was like, man. This guy is so jealous of Pikachu. He's messing up the Macy's Day Parade right here, you know, just <laughs> popping his balloon. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but as soon as I saw Mewtwo, I was like, man, that is exactly how I would picture them making him. Mm. Now, I'm, not, I'm not the biggest Mewtwo fan, but it was pretty much perfect for me. So it's going to be fun. Yeah. I think it's, uh, I hope for uh, they link it up with Pokemon Go and they give us like, Detective Pikachu hats, you know, you can catch a Pikachu with a detective hat. I hope that happens near the movie because uh, I know they would put them by the theaters and I would totally go to the actual theater, which I hate doing, but I would do it if I can get a little Detective Pikachu. <laughs> <laughs> so I wonder if there's going to be a little nod to Smash with that, that fight scene between him and, and Charizard in the in yes. the ring. I'm like, what if they show like... You know, if he throws up like like any of his moves or anything, anything from Smash, like that would be that would be crazy. Because as I'm watching this, I'm I'm not going to lie. All I can think about is like, I just want a Smash movie. Like, I want to see all these characters. I want to see them. You know, I want to see them all come to life. You know, like I have no idea how they do it. It'd probably be as terrible as Mortal Kombat. You know, but like I'm especially just, now since it's like what 77, 76 of them, whatever, as of right now. You know, <laughs> yes, I just want to see Piranha Plant fighting Ganondorf or something. You know? 
<laughs> on the big screen. But yeah, they've to me they've done an amazing job. I like Jigglypuff in particular. I think he's probably the one that people dislike the most. I'm like, I don't know. I I just love it. <laughs> I love it. So, um really really fun. Really fun stuff. But that's not it for Pokemon news. No. Not <laughs> that's not it. Tomorrow morning. Tomorrow morning. 6 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, 9 a.m. Eastern. Pokemon Direct, seven minutes. Seven minutes of Pokemon glory. This is going to be our talking point later on. We're going to really kind of take a deep dive on this. But were you were you shocked when you saw this announcement? Did, were you kind of expecting it being like tomorrow is like, isn't it like considered Pokemon Day or something? Yep, it's Pokemon Day tomorrow. Yeah. Has this happened before? Announcements? Uh, not on like actual Pokemon Day, I don't think. Newish, yeah, kind of, but like I don't think we had like an actual like new gen kind of thing. I think the closest we had was uh, Sun and Moon, but I can't remember exactly when in February we had this. And uh, I was not uh, the biggest fan of the Sun and Moon reveal. I see. I see. Okay. Okay. Well, like I said, we're going to take it. We're going to, we're going to get more into this direct in our talking points. We're going to keep on going through the news here. Uh, Dragilia lost has made an, uh, an estimated 75 million, which is more than Mario and animal crossing combined. Have you played this much? Uh, no, I haven't downloaded, but I actually never launched it because uh, I have a couple of friends who, you know, they wanted to play. We all wanted to play at the same time, but it didn't come out in Canada. So until today, apparently. Yeah, now it's out. Yeah, so maybe, maybe we can start something. The the thing is, uh, look, I, I don't play games on my phone all that much. I sign into Fire Emblem once a day. I haven't even really been doing Pokemon Go. And... I've I've signed into it periodically just to collect stuff and unlock unlock people, but I haven't really played. But the little bit that I did play it, it's done really well. Like if you're gonna make a mobile game, this is the way to do it. And it it it, it seems like a game. Part of the reason I don't want to start playing it is I'm afraid I'm gonna get way into it, <laughs> honestly. And I don't I, I usually don't have a lot of time just to sit and play games. And I'm thinking, okay, I have a backlog of Switch games, and here I am. I'm gonna be playing this this cell phone game. But I really do think it's it's that good. Like I'd be curious once you get into it to hear to hear what you uh, hear what you think. So, because um, I mean it, it's got. I mean it, it feels like a decent RPG uh, for the cell phone, and it seems like it has it has a lot of potential. And Nintendo is marketing this thing a lot. There's a, almost daily. I have an I see a sponsored tweet uh, on Twitter promoting this game. I've been getting a lot of uh, ads on it on YouTube actually. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. So, so yeah, they really do seem to be pushing. And I think they put a lot of money. The game feels like they put a lot of money into it. It looks like they put a lot of money into it. It plays like they put a lot of money into it. So they definitely want to get that, that return on investment. And, you know, I think if, I think if people just, just pick it up and play it, I think they're really going to like it. I need to see if there's a way to do it in like bite-sized chunks. You know what I mean? Because yeah, I know exactly what you mean. Because that is one of the main reasons I haven't done it. Because I know if this was actually you know a console game like on the Switch, I would have already played it. I would have been maxing out stuff because just so much of that game is a lot for like a cell phone game. You wouldn't expect that much amount of detail and depth into a little cell phone game. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And what's kind of fun for me, the way I like if I'll get the little like notification or something like, hey, there's there's, you know, special uh, gifts for the next three days to sign in or next week or whatever. So I'll sign in and and unlock stuff. When I finally go to jump into the game, I'm going to have like a decent team and things like that. At least I'm pretty, pretty sure because I've 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 been unlocking some things along the way as they've offered um offered good incentives. So, you know, uh, it's, it is what I need to, I need to put a little more, um, time into, but again, I'm, I'm kind of afraid to, I'm afraid it's going to suck me in. So, um, dead cells is getting a huge free DLC pack coming soon. Um, they've been working on this for nine months apparently, and it's going to be launching on all, um, all platforms, and it is going to be free. There's not a lot of details about it yet, 
but it is coming soon. And apparently if you play dead cells on steam, it can tie in with your um, either Streamlabs OBS or OBS, or there's a plugin for the game that you can install on Twitch. And I believe your chat can actually pick items for you and things like that. So it's kind of cool that they're incorporating these roguelikes into Twitch streams in a way that allows the chat to kind of dictate what the streamer plays and how they play. <laughs> you know? Oh, you better not stream this, boss. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have no weapons all the time. It'll be it'll be great. So um so yeah, I'm a little curious to find out more information about that because I, I, I was just talking about it with uh Nightcrawler yesterday. So I'd um I, I haven't seen anything or looked anything up firsthand, but he was he was kind of explaining it to me and it sounds pretty neat. So Dead Cell still still going strong. And that, I mean, that game did really well, which I was um, really, really happy to see. So uh, Final Fantasy. Mel, you're going to have to help me out here. This Final Fantasy 12. We got new features um, being put into this old game. Can you kind of give us the give us the lowdown on that? OK, so from the quick glance, I saw uh, for physical collectors, uh, there was a reversible like cover art you know you have the fancy japanese art and then you have the born uh <laughs> usa art but you know we usually get it's just like the white logo and you know like the logo right, that's right. you know that's yeah. born but if you get a physical you know you have the reversible it's like all the couches on and such it's really nice and this version there is new game plus and you can transfer like items, you know, you, you magic, you money and stuff like that. Uh, oh, and uh, there's job resets. So if you're anything like me and there's an RPG game and you have to pick up your job, you're probably sitting there for like a good 20, 30 minutes, really trying to guess ahead of like, what is the game going to like throw at you? But for this, you can just change on the go, it looks like. And uh, people like me, I'm going to love that. And there's something called Gamut Sets, and I unfortunately have not played this game, so I don't know what that is. But I remember in the video, it showed three sets of that. So whatever that is, you get like three. I see. So is this going to be a pickup for you? Actually, I'm leaning to yeah. Because this is one of the few mainline uh, Final Fantasy games I have played. Like, I haven't played this one, 10x2. Like the 13 like sequels, I haven't touched those and I haven't touched 15. But from what I saw of 12, I would like the combat system of that. And this nudes of you can change your job system. I'm in love with that. And I don't have this major game for like May-ish as of right now. So this is a good uh, little time slip below for me, you know. I understand the uh, I was asking Chuck. I've never played a Final Fantasy game other than like maybe the first one just briefly on the uh, on the NES back in the day. And I think 12 was one of the ones that a lot of people were recommending that or 10, 10. What is it? 10, one and 10, two. It's so confusing for me. I don't really understand. Like so is <laughs> it's that, 10 and like 10 X. Is that 11? I don't know. But um, <laughs> so. Eleven, uh, I think, is a MMO kind of thing. I see. I know. I, see. I know. Fourteen is one too. Gotcha. Gotcha. So yeah, even Shell Shock is saying twelve, and also nine is really good. So yeah. nine um, is still like number one in the eShop, I think, as of oh, right now. Cool. Cool. The thing I'm kind of waiting on a little bit is I want to see if they get physical releases of some of these things because that's the the one thing we're seeing. Like uh, that. Uh, what is it called? Turbo. Turbo Chase Horizon or whatever. It's a racing game. You know, yeah. came out on the eShop. Now all of a sudden it's got like a another ESRB. Uh it's showing up on yeah. the ESRB and it may be getting maybe getting a physical. So like I'm kind of just just pumping the brakes. So if 12 is coming out physical, that may be the first one uh first yeah, one to snag. And, for yeah. right now, for ones we know, it's 12 and 10 and 10x2. Like that's a combo pack. And then 12 is just by itself. I see. For seven, nine, and nine. Yeah, for seven, nine, we don't really hear anything. It's just kind of a digital only for those guys, which I really don't understand for seven because they could literally put seven at any price and people buy it physical just for the, you know, the history and the story behind that. Right. Right. Yeah. So who knows? We might be able to uh, recreate our playthroughs of, uh, of Xenoblade 
Chronicles 2, where you just stayed right at, just, just ahead of me, just enough. Like if you've got the people in chat, Nightcrawler and stuff, just stayed right ahead. So like, if I got stuck, you're like, Hey, do this. <laughs> okay, oh, do that this. was so much fun, actually. Just <laughs> experiencing that. Because I was like, what am I doing? Like, I don't even understand this stuff, you know? Yeah, because so. you went from yellow to that. Right. <laughs> yeah, Pokemon <laughs> yellow to that. That was, you know. That is a, that's quite a jump, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's that's my JRPG experience right there. So, um, sp- speaking of titles that we're hoping get physical editions, Resident Evil 1, 0, and 4 will be on the Switch in May. Now, there is a physical version of Resident Evil 1 and 0. 0 is on the cart, from my understanding. Mm-hmm. Yep. And yep. 1 is a download code. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so, you know, that's... That's unfortunate, but at least at least you got something you can put on your shelf, right? So that's yeah, that's for that one. And uh, I, I can tell you guys right now, Delmonic and Chad is saying RE games would be great stream content. We will be playing all three of these games on stream late nights, probably some late night Friday, Saturday night streams. Uh, I love, love, love the first Resident Evil game, and I never played zero and I've never played four. So, oh, oh that's right. You never played four. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so that's uh that's something to experience like four is probably my favorite yeah I've, everybody says that every i mean hate hate said that multiple times you know that that he really loved four so i've played one five and half of seven those are the those are the ones i've played so um there you go there you go but those uh those are becoming to the to the switch in may all right. A few other like all on the same day. <laughs> uh, I I actually don't have the exact date here. Let me look it up real quick, and we can find. I'm out. pretty sure they just dropping them all on the same day. So the other thing, uh, Capcom announced a handful of games. I'm gonna I'll check the date on uh, on that while I while we talk. Phoenix Wright is coming April 9th, and this is a this is a trilogy. Right. Yeah. It's all, it's the first three games. First three games, which the first one is the, I believe it's the, I think that's the only one I have played. And, uh, they're like the perfect, just like, like chill out and relax game, you know, for me, like they got the whole puzzle thing going on and, some of it was tricky. Some of the puzzles were a little tricky. I would, I would get stuck and have to like really spend some time trying to figure it out. But it was one of those games that when you figured that stuff out, so satisfying when you, when you, you know, and the way they would write those stories and the twists in the courtroom and everything like that, like <laughs> it, you're giggling, right? Yeah. I, I actually go through them every three or four years and I just played the whole series again. Cause I just love those crazy story so much yeah they're so they're so great so goofy so we've said it before but the biggest bummer is not being able to yell objection uh into your switch you know maybe the Mm. app (laughs) (laughs) just look up the app (laughs) so here we go this is from nintendo life it's for uh resident evil uh the three games will hit may 21st in north america there will be an option to purchase zero and re one in a box under the title resident evil origins collection uh but in europe no mention has been made of a physical copy um which suggests they may be digital exclusives so yeah uh, europe doesn't really get uh anything physical from capcom anymore unless it's like a brand new game kind of thing yeah, it's just it's another step towards a, an all digital world. We've done it with music. Yeah. Movies have kind of gone that way. Games are games are slowly yeah. getting there. You know, yeah. they're slowly getting there. And I just can't believe they didn't do four physical because that's another title if I would buy. Like no matter what price they would put that at. It, yeah, yeah, and <laughs> because of all these games being digital, uh, thankfully. Uh, SanDisk has a one terabyte <laughs> micro SD card coming out. Um, it's only four hundred and forty nine dollars right now. So. Wow, what a deal! <laughs> <laughs> 
you know, I bet you that's not enough for Super Nintendo Switch. Like, he probably has to get like two still. <laughs> man, man, you could buy a Switch and a half with the uh, with that. That is bonkers. So, but the good news of that is uh, the cards we have now are most likely going to drop because of that. So let's, you know, if you settle for a little less, you know, that's uh, that's the way to go. <laughs> But we may need it with all these games uh, coming out digital because I can't imagine. I mean, RE4 and RE1 have, are probably a decent, you know, and, unless they really get the compression nailed down. They're, they're probably a couple of gigs, I'm guessing, at least. So Yeah, I, I know. Uh, I know one is for sure because it would have been on the card otherwise. But I know Capcom, they're using the cheapest card possible so they can just fit zero on there and that's it. And they put zero on there because uh, that's the one, you know, out of those two. You know, zero and one, that's the one people would give up. They wouldn't give up a one. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I remember it being two discs on the GameCube back back in the day and having to, uh, I think both of those games actually were two discs. So. Oh, yeah, they were because uh, my dad went the first one from uh, Blockbuster. And like when the, he had to change the disc, he just yelled for me and I had to go out of my room and pop up the, the GameCube <laughs> and change the disc. <laughs> It's like, I'm not getting up. I'm sitting here with my wave bird. I'm comfortable. Yeah. yeah. It was my wave bird, but you know, you know, that's, that's the point. He's like, I'm too, I'm too in the moment. I'm too. In the moment. I, can't, I can't be, I can't be taken out of the moment. I'm just going to lay here with my eyes closed, picturing zombies while you switch the disc. <laughs> so. <laughs> oh, that's great. That's great. All right. Well, another, another release date. We have Saints Row three coming May 10th. May's looking to be a pretty busy month. And uh, so crazy that that game's coming to the Switch. I had actually kind of forgotten about it. That was announced sometime last year, wasn't it? Was that an E3 announcement? I think it was just like a random Twitter announcement like this one. I can't honestly remember. It's kind of a blur. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, it's Saints Row also. You know, it's not like a major, major uh, news announcement. I mean, they're cool, but, you know, it's kind of like one of those things you get like on sale or like when you're passing by, it's not like something you camp out for or anything, you know, you're not counting down the days too. Exactly. <laughs> Some of the weapons in that game are a little questionable. Uh, <laughs> but uh good move on their part. Cause there's not a lot of uh, that kind of genre on the switch yet. So, you know, they are like the first ones dude. like, Hey, let's, uh, get some of this profit right here, you know? Yeah. Might as well go for it. Lastly here is Nintendo has a new stance on content create on, uh, on content creators, which, you know, we knew, we found out about that last year, but they, there's a quote from, uh, a representative of Nintendo and I'll read it here. This is, it's pretty cool. It's, it's nice to see that them finally, um, finally embracing, you know, uh, content creators and, 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 and what we do. It says Nintendo is making a big step forward by embracing the creator community. And that's a testament to what the power of creators can do. Creators play a big role in making sure that we have a healthy ecosystem of people playing, consuming and watching gaming. Um, the progress we're making is tremendous. I'm excited for 2019 and everything that's happened this year. I do believe YouTube can play a big part in showcasing and highlighting how important the creator community is to the publishers. You know, so nice to see that that uh, that that's that that's that's happening. Chase's Dragon says, "Welcome to 2014, Nintendo." Yeah, but I mean, it really is. There's there is definite benefit to um, to creators, you know, sharing these games, talking about these games, showcasing these games, because the consumer wants to be informed, right? And when you look at that, you look at the eShop. Some games come out; they don't even have a video showcasing what their gameplay looks like. So you're almost taking a risk at some point. So if creators can, can kind of bridge that gap because it's just something that we, uh, it's something we love to do. Right. And it, and it, it's going to help with the sales of, of some of these indie titles, you know, the, the bigger mainstream titles, you know, the, the marketing teams and everything are going to be pushing those, um, pretty hard, but some people show up to a stream and they're like, Hey, I've n- I haven't seen this game yet. And then it's like, Oh, I need to order it right now. 
<laughs> you know, like I've, I've, I've done that a couple of times. Yeah. yeah like once you, once you get a little more information about stuff, it ends up being, uh, it ends up being something that can, can, uh, create, generate sales. And what's, what's kind of interesting is that like, this is what they've been saying. Like, you know, a lot of times they're like, Oh, well the YouTube videos and the let's plays, those are going to, those are going to spoil the stories for people. And, and I understand there are people that like, won't buy a game. They'll just watch somebody play through it. And that's enough. I, I, that, that doesn't work for me. I want to experience it myself, you know? So, um, nice to see that that's, that's finally happening, but, uh, let's, let's move on over to our talking point. We're going to get into some Pokemon discussion here. Here we go. All right. So Mel, I know you've been super excited to talk about this and I want to get some, uh, some predictions. What, what do you think we're going to see tomorrow? Seven minutes, seven minutes, seven minutes. Okay. So I went back and watched the last two major generation reveals, and, uh, Gen 6 was roughly about like six, six, seven minutes. And uh, they actually showed off a lot in that one. But when you compared it to Gen 7's video, it was a lot more drawn out. And uh, you pretty much just got, hey, you got a couple of languages being added and here's logos. So I'm hoping we don't see those. We're not seeing just logos tomorrow because I would be intensely upset because i am ready for new pokemon because i didn't i didn't play let's go last year you know i didn't have pokemon game but if you look at the tweet it shows three pokeballs so i'm like hopefully that's the starters you know maybe we'll get that because for gen 6 we got the starters we got the logos we got the two box art uh legendaries and we actually saw gameplay of this so i'm hoping it's that I'm setting my expectations. I don't want to get too ahead of myself because this is the first brand new generation Pokemon game for the Switch. And I'm thinking they're going to have a slightly different art style just to distinguish it from Let's Go, but not too outlandish or as big as we want it. Like, remember Town? You know, they're making Town. So I'm thinking it's going to be similar to that kind of style if we do see it tomorrow, which I'm hoping for because I, I, I need to be some Pokemon news. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's graphics. were going to kind of be the first thing I brought up with you, like uh, taking a look at like Fire Emblem Three Houses versus like Awakening and some of those other games like that game moving to the Switch is is quite the jump, right? Like you're seeing you're seeing actual like animated cutscenes, you know, voice acting, the gameplay and everything looks to have more detail, not just the, um, it, it just looks to be overall improved. And then we've seen, let's go. We've seen, you know, kind of, it almost looks like you're playing a cartoon. You think it's going to go uh, like just a little step beyond that. Do you think it's going to kind of go a little more towards realism or more towards like, even just a smoother version of, of let's go and kind of, you know, almost feel like you're playing, um, playing a card. And do you think it could lean more towards the animated series and almost have more of a cell shaded look, things like that? See, I would hope it would lean more towards the anime series, but I don't know if it would. It's just, I know they're not going to go full out. That's way too much out of their ballpark for that stuff. Mm-hmm. Cause I know they probably still trying to really condense the uh, you know work output for this because we don't know if they added new mechanics or not to this series, and we'll probably find that out later on, a couple months from now, because they usually don't show off like the brand new mechanics right away. And uh, this is like their first you know major like HD Pokemon game. You know, Let's Go was a remake. You know, they didn't have to think about making all these extra choices. Like they didn't have to design new Pokemon. They didn't have to design the region, you know, didn't have to worry about the story too much. That was all set out and laid out for them. Like let's go is pretty much to them testing out like the switch hardware. Because if you look back on the 3DS and uh, from X and Y to like ultra sun and moon, there is a significant gap because they, you know, they had time to work on the, you know, the games for that system. And I think we're going to see a slightly bigger jump, not too much, 
I think we might see the outlines back around the Pokemons. Maybe. Mm. I don't know. I'm not expecting like this huge change physically. I'm thinking maybe map structure, the Legion structure might be different. Like, uh, I know a lot of people want like open world. I think we're going to get like semi open world. Like, uh, remember how in Xenoblade 2, how there was like these big regions where you can just walk around, you can, you can go slightly anywhere, but it's not anywhere, anywhere, because there was still certain sections blocked off due to story. I think we're going to see something to that level, but like on a smaller level, you know what I mean? I get you. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to need a little bit. You're going to have to educate me a little bit here. Okay. Mm-hmm. Gen, this is Gen 8, right? Yes. Does that mean with each gen, is there an entire new, like, I don't, what was the first, like 140 Pokemon? What was the very first, you know, got to catch them all. Wasn't it like a hundred and something? 151. 151. Okay. So does that mean that there's going to be 151 new Pokemon? Okay. So there's not like a set number for how many new Pokemon we get. Actually, the last two gens, we barely got any. It was like in the 60 to 70 range. And I know that sounds like a lot still, but once you really break it down and they have like evolution paths, it kind of shortchanged you. But uh, I don't know if we're going to get like over 100. I'm Personally, I would hope for over 100 because I love having just tons of these things. Like we could have like 2 million of these things and I would be A-okay. But uh they probably going to want to stay smaller because they have to think about seven other generations now, you know, and they're probably afraid of hitting that one K, which I think we're going to hit or at least get close to it with this gen. So we're not, they're not quite at one K yet with all the Pokemon. No, we're like in the eight forty something, eight fifties. I see. I see. Does that include that little, uh, melt Meltan or whatever? And Mel Meadow. Yeah. We're like in the eight, <laughs> 50-ish-ish range. I'm still mad I don't have Melmoto. Still uh, mad. <laughs> you'll, you'll get there. Don't worry. You'll get there. Yeah, one day. Because I'm not an official, you know, Pokemon master, collective. You know, I don't have them all. You know, And it kills me. Every single day I think about it. I'm like, I'm missing this one little guy. And his name has Mel in it. I have to have him, you know? <laughs> yeah, you gotta, you gotta remedy this. We gotta, we gotta, there's gotta be somebody we can call. <laughs> So let's talk about starters, right? Because everybody I see like Delmonic in chat saying, hopefully starters and region, right? That's that's kind of what everybody wants is the uh, starters and region. So um, typically there's three starters. That's right. We saw three, three Pokeballs like you were saying. Yeah, it's always pretty much three unless it's like a yellow, you know, you have Pikachu, you know, that kind of thing. Okay. And it's there- like a let's go series, you know, they have. Just those two. Is there anything consistent with starters throughout the games? Like, I'm <laughs> sure the first one was fire, water, and leaf or whatever. Or yeah, grass, they're I always uh, grass, fire, and water. Because that is the easiest combination for kids to learn the triangle. Uh, the type triangle. That's the easiest uh, combination. Now, fans of the series, of course, want it to be changed up a bit. But I don't see that happening. I still think we're going to get a glass, fire, and water. I see. And I remember I played uh, Moon, I think, and I had a little fire kitten or something like that. Yeah, like that's Litten. Litten, right? So, um, and he seemed, he seemed pretty cool. I couldn't tell you what the other ones were, though. I don't even remember. But was the, were they fire and grass? Or um, water and grass? <laughs> yeah, because you, you had Wildet, the owl, and you had oh. Poplio, which is like the water seal dog. Okay. <laughs> Which is the one I chose. I see. Because he's adorable. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Cool. And then I mean, there's been there's been rumors. Mm-hmm. Not that many actually, but we had a couple. Of like every region being available, possibly. Uh okay. That's that's a pipe dream right there, because uh <laughs> <laughs> Cause that that's a lot of places, okay? <laughs> You might you might get lucky and get, might get like one extra region, you know, mm. but uh, you're not going to get all of them because that's and a lot of work. It's a very, you know, outlandish dream kind of thing, because once you lay it out on paper and you actually have to design all these things, 
link it all up together. That is a lot of work. Mm-hmm. And my major concern is Game Freak themselves. Because I think sometimes when they go too much like that, they kind of impact the overall quality. So I want them just to focus mainly on one region and just making that the best it can possibly be. Because uh, I didn't play Gold and Silver when they first came out. I played them way much later in life. Uh, when Hot Gold and Soul Silver came out, I, that's when I played Gold and Silver. And uh, the big, you know, surprise at the end of, you know, Gold and Silver is after you beat that game, you can go back to Kanto, which is the first game. And, uh, you know, I started to play through it. And I was like, this is an insanely cool idea. But like once I actually started actually playing it, I was like, I'm going through this region really fast. The Pokemon in the fields and the grass isn't like that great because, you know, I have like this entire team that they're all buffed out and everything. But I'm seeing like Pidgeys and like the rat. Like, (laughs) I don't want to see that. That's not interesting. And they still had the gym battles, which was nice. But again, you know, your team's like, ducked out so you're just taking these guys out like that but if they go back to this ideal and actually make it like the other side like they actually make this region and they went in with the idea of like a proper level scaling or like adding different pokemon from a different generation into the wild and stuff so i'm not just seeing like pidgeys and philos like two or three places you know let me ask you, do you think because of the three Pokeballs, there's a chance we're going to see three different skews? Hmm. From the get-go, hmm? I don't know. If it's usually they stick with two, but they've been known to break rules. The, correct me if I'm wrong, but as far as in North America, we received, for the first one, it's just blue and red, right? And then yellow came after the fact. But in Japan, they got blue, red, and green? Uh. Blue is actually green over there. Oh, I see. Okay. So they got red and green. We got red and blue. Yes. I understand. Okay. I wasn't sure. I just remember seeing a green and I was like, I'm confused by this because I don't know why we don't, you yeah. know, why we Yeah, that actually messed up a whole bunch of other stuff with us too, since they didn't copy it right. But oh, I don't I know. See. I see. So, uh, so are you thinking like at very least, you think we're going to see two different games? Uh, I'm, I'm thinking at least two. Okay. I don't I don't know exactly how they wanted to do Pokemon anymore after the first set because you know Black and White 2 we got those are sequels. Gen 6 got nothing. They <laughs> they just got the one set of games and then last time we got another set of sequels. I don't know if they want to go back to just having a third version. Maybe we won't get a third version. Maybe we won't get sequels at all. Or maybe we'll just get another set of sequels. I think it's too early to guess right now my uh, my like my guess is that we're gonna see dlc they they have a weird stance on dlc because they believe when you get the game everything should just be in the game but they contradict themselves with having the mystical pokemon like you know you have to go to gamestop to get the cards like they don't count that as like missing from the game and usually other companies especially nowadays they add in like different uh you know different uh online components maybe like a different mode or something just they patch that through dlc but for them i think they would rather make it its own game because they know people would buy it even though it could honestly be dlc like Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon could have honestly been DLC. Like the story part of that, that could have honestly been just a little attachment. But uh, I think they wanted something on the shelf so parents can pick up and buy so they're not missing out on anything. Yes. And, and, and that's, that was kind of my next question is like, what are the sequels like? Is it the same area, same Pokemon, just different characters and different story? So the sequels are usually the same region, but there might be like some different areas to them. I know in black and white too, they had some different gem leaders too. And like, uh, that was like a continuation on the story. I think it was like two years after or something like that from the first set of games. But in general, there is a lot of the same stuff in these 
different uh in like the third versions or the sequels but uh usually they kind of tweak some stuff here and there and uh that kind of pushes the edge over for like the really hardcore fans because most people just kind of pick one like they pick one out of the first two or they pick the last one but uh in general you want to kind of wait for the last one but most people can't wait for the last one they they usually get something out of the first set and then maybe they get like a third you know the third games because the third games are usually not the uh the biggest sellers they do well on enough on its own but it's not like brand new pokemon game it's like slightly different pokemon game you know so with the switch being uh i feel like the the switch community as a as a whole is going to be more um like acclimated to dlc and things like that if if they were to one, they could put out a case with a code in it, just like Fortnite has done, just like they're doing with games in Japan. Um, if that was an option and they ended up turning this game into the eventual Pokemon ultimate that had you going back to all the regions and things like that, is that something as a Pokemon fan that is exciting to you or are you more interested in just having new regions and new Pokemon and just uh, exploring things that way? That is very split. This Pokemon fan base is so big. A lot of people are like, yeah, that's my dream. And for me personally, that's not my personal dream because I don't think they would give each region its due time. I think they would just kind of rush it out and everything. And even if they would to put something in a box, I know them. They would still mark that sucker at $60 because they know people still buy that. <laughs> they would not give you a slight discount. They are too prideful of the brand, especially for a mainline game. This isn't like a spinoff. This is a mainline. So you got to pay mainline money. So let's just say for the sake of argument, right? Um, Moon, Ultra Moon and Ultra Sun came out, what, 2015? 2016? Mm, like 2016. Seven, 2016, 2017. It was, it was like one of those two. I think it's 2017. And maybe, you it's know, do you know how long Gen 8 has been in development? They've been working on it for a while because they've been working on it even kind of started. But uh, so this is probably the longest they've been kind of working on like a mainline gen to like the public knowledge kind of thing. So. So let's just say they've been at it for three years. That's probably a good estimate. Yeah, because Pokemon generations are usually like three or four years long each. Okay. So it's in that ballpark. So the way I'm thinking about it in my head and going back to the DLC and things like that, like it seems to me that if they drop a game at $60 and it's been in development for three years, that uh, essentially would come out to, as far as the consumer is concerned, they're paying $20 a year for development, right? Is that, is that, are you tracking with me? Yeah, I got you. Yeah. So then if each year a new DLC came out at $20, they essentially wouldn't, they would still be making the same money, but they may yeah. not have as much overhead because they're already reusing assets and things like that. I, I It's like, I'm neither here nor there on it. I don't like, I'm just more curious if we're going to see, you know, more of these companies evolve that way because DLC equals less overhead as far as, as far as packaging, if they don't go that route, but you still have people that love to have those, those collections, you know, and get those things in their, in their collections and things like that. So yeah, it's, it's just a uh, game freak is probably one of the slowest companies to adapt <laughs> in certain <laughs> aspects. This is my main concern about a lot of uh, Pokemon stuff is how they do things. And, uh, you know, they have like the biggest IP in the world right now. Mm -hmm. So uh, once they look at their stuff, it's like, do we really have to change that much? These people are going to buy it. Why go the extra mile in that sense? Like, why not just focus on a different area? We go an extra mile that way instead. Well, and like you said, the community is kind of split. And I feel like it was kind of split by Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee. Those that oh, wanted totally. to go back 
went back and would probably be like, yes, give us Pokemon Ultimate. That's going to give us all the regions, updated graphics, more online capabilities, things like that. And then you're going to have that crowd that maybe didn't pick up Let's Go. That's like, no, just uh, give me give me this game and then start working on the next one and I'll pick it up in three years. Yeah, but see, even that is split, too, because not all of them who didn't pick up the game once just focus on like one region at a time. There's still plenty of those guys. They want like oh, all of them connected together. It is just split, 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 like probably like six, seven different times because it's so massive. That's why these reveals are so hyped. And that's why you see a lot of bitterness, even though it could look really nice. You know, it could do everything well. It's just you have so many people you have to pretty much live up to their expectations. And that is literally impossible. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I mean, I think, you know, I'm not sure if other communities are like this online and stuff. The gaming community is where, uh, where I spend most of my time online, but not managing expectations is a huge, huge issue with, uh, with, with, you know, with that, with this community (laughs) and people getting angry and things like that. And, uh, you know, at the same time, I don't know that we need to constantly say, don't expect anything good, you know, but, but having these expectations of like, I expect this game to have every region, every Pokemon, 17 starters, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, that's a little, that's a little much. <laughs> you're setting yourself up for failure. Of course, you're going to be angry at that point. So, yeah, but I hope tomorrow we have enough expectations because I'm seeing a lot of, uh, you know, open world breath of the wildness happening. Cause they made like a statement how they wanted these games to be like breath of the wild, but like that mm-hmm. statement alone can be interpreted so, so many ways. Yeah. So many ways. So I hope, uh, you know, it's, uh, it goes as smooth as it, as it can go, you know. And the thing with a, ser- with a series like this that, I mean, you're talking about eight generations, right? Like, I don't even know the amount of games that are that are out there for this series. But there's I can't a, tell you off the top of my head. Yeah, there's a huge, like, trying to please everybody is going to be going to be extremely difficult. And you're talking about. You know, you're talking about a fan base that's going to want the game to still be Pokemon, right? Like as far as the formula, but then still be updated enough to justify it being a new game that that could be pretty tricky for a, for a company that's been at the same series for this long. You know what I mean? It's yeah, because that's exactly how it is. <laughs> Every single time it's like, oh, I hope we don't get a virus. We don't get that. Hope it's like Doug. I hope we get a, uh, you know, like twenty gems. I hope we get the trials now. I hope it's an MMO. You know, I hope it makes me, you know, peanut butter pancakes in the morning. You know, it's insane. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's wild! It's wild. So, well, I'm excited nonetheless. This is a game that I'm I'm looking forward to jumping back into. Um, you know, Detective Detective Pikachu's got me got me more excited for Pokemon than I ever have been. Uh, having this game on the Switch and a game that's that I'm able to stream. I bought X, or I have X and I have Moon, but like trying to spend long term like play long games on my on my 3ds 2ds. It just it it didn't really happen. You know, I could play through Mario games. I could play through Mario Kart, that kind of stuff. But as far as like investing a lot of time in an, in an RPG that I couldn't stream, I couldn't, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. So this is, this is going to be exciting for me to jump, to jump into this one. And so, um, and I think we're gonna have a good time naming stuff and things like that. Too. Oh, that's, that's going to be my favorite. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, we're going to wrap this thing up here. Mel, where can people find you? I'm going to be in the N64 Josh Discord. Also, a quick little announcement for the other podcast show I'm on. Uh, we kind of changed the name. So uh, that's important. So that's now Get Indies Pants instead of uh, <laughs> We Like Indies. But it's spelled like with Indies, you know. Yeah. So that's that's going to be popping up in the Spotify feed pretty soon, like the name change, all that stuff. <laughs> There you go. I'm 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 glad it finally like it feels like it was fate, you know. It was just, it was it was, was going to be. It was gonna be the name anyway. I don't know why we didn't start. <laughs> I guess we kind of 
backed out like the last second and now it's like oh it feels like us you know this is appropriate for us yeah that's hilarious that's hilarious all right well guys you can follow me on twitter twitch uh facebook snapchat instagram youtube it's all at n64 josh guys i'm putting out uh upwards of seven to even 15 videos a week on YouTube. So make sure you're subscribed over there and, and, and check that stuff out. Cause there's, there's a lot, a lot going out over there. Uh, you can follow the show at the N Powercast. The show notes can be found at n64josh.com slash npc181. If you want to email the show with a question, comment, concern, npc at n64josh.com. If you'd like to get yourself a free book from Audible, go to audibletrial.com slash NPC. Pick up something awesome like Blood, Sweat, and Pixels or Ready Player One. The chair I'm sitting in from OPC, go to n64josh.com slash OPC, and you'll automatically save $10 at checkout. Uh, n64josh.com slash store has a bunch of new t-shirts, guys. And uh, one of them, on the Smash Bros. cast, the first bit of advice I gave, which was terrible advice, was just roll. So there's now a just roll t-shirt in the store. If you want to check that out again, n64josh.com slash store. There's throw pillows. There's blankets. There's coffee. There's, there's all kinds of stuff. So you can go check that out if you'd like. Uh, lastly, if you'd like to help support the, uh, the content I'm creating patreon.com slash n64josh alright come join us in the discord n64josh.com slash discord is your invite we'd love to have you lots of people playing all kinds of games and uh, it's a lot of fun we also have a facebook group n64josh.com slash facebook group lastly if you could rate and review on itunes I would greatly greatly appreciate it we still haven't been able to hit that five star there's uh there's a handful of one-star reviews, so we gotta we have to fight those with five-star reviews. So if you're liking the show and you're listening on iTunes, if you could take a second and do that, I'd greatly appreciate it. The last thing and the most important thing, if you can share, uh, share this, you know, on your Twitter, your Instagram, we'd really appreciate it. Thank you so much, guys. We'll see you in the next episode. Bye now. <laughs>